Nvidia might have been a little wrong when it comes to the fact that you need their 40 series to get the best DLSS. Apple still hasn't fixed their VPN stuff, and Intel might be laying off like 12,000 people. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today's top story is about some details that are coming out surrounding DLSS 3.0, and specifically a Reddit user who actually posted the fact that they were able to get DLSS 3.0 running on an RTX 3070. And the reason that this is significant is because in their keynote about the RTX 40 series, NVIDIA was adamant that this was a exclusive feature to the RTX 40 series because of the developments that they've made in the tensor cores and all of the processing there that it was actually going to be locked to the 40 series. But it turns out that there's ways around it, my friends. You can see right here in this post that the DLSS frame regeneration doesn't seem to be hardware locked. They were able to bypass a software lock and they were able to get nearly double the FPS with their RTX 3070 and Cyberpunk 2077 at 1440p, which allowed them to average around 80 FPS and without it, they were averaging around 35 to 40 FPS. I was mistaken earlier. I called it a 3070. They actually ran this on a 2070. So it even seems like you don't need Ampere in order to pull this off. It seems like any old card should be able to do it, especially if they are capable of supporting DLSS. You can see right here, one of the things that Nvidia did talk about when it comes to the DLSS 3 full stack innovation is the fact that you need the fourth gen tensor cores, which have the optical flow accelerator, which allows for the AI generation to take place in order for you to get that frame rate boost where it's actually using those tensor cores to just artificially create a frame and splice it in. So this could actually be a pretty big deal where one of the main reasons why people were upset about Nvidia for the 40 series was that they were hardware locking a very useful feature to just this brand new generation that is ridiculously expensive. It's 4090 coming in at $1,600, the 4080 coming in at $1,200 and the 4070 coming in at 900 bucks made it so that they were paywalling this feature very hard. And if there's a software workaround that can be implemented, well, it looks like it might actually work out. This reminds me a little bit of what happened with the GTX 10 series all the way back in 2019. We actually did a video on this, as you can see, but Nvidia eventually was just like, fine, you want ray tracing on 10 series because it's technically supported, here you go. Or like when RTX voice came out, Nvidia was trying to tell you that it actually ran on RTX cards when in reality you could run it on any GTX card, and then eventually they rolled out official software support for that. It seems like there's probably some things that Nvidia is not being completely truthful about. However, if you read the post by the Reddit user, they do seem to indicate that there are problems with using a 20 series like instability and frame drops. But if there's software support, that actually could probably be ironed out even with it actually being able to use DLSS 3.0, which would then make it so that Nvidia wouldn't be able to sell their RTX 40 series cards because why would you go out and buy a $1,600 card when your card from last generation just needs a software kick in the pants to get double the frame rate in the latest video games? It's not a good business strategy for NVIDIA now, is it? So uh, this could explain why they're hardware locking it to the 40 series, even though they don't have to. Money, my friends, it's capitalism. Don't you enjoy it? Well, I enjoyed it a little bit because we actually went to the RTX 4090 launch at Micro Center, our closest local Micro Center, because those are now available. And in fact, third party AIB partner card reviews got published, so you can check those out. But people being able to buy the 4090 all over, however, it did seem like best 
Spy had some issues when it came to the 4090 Founders Edition. I didn't see those pop up. Newegg was down. Best Buy with the rest of the units kind of seemed like they had a trouble. Amazon also selling out very quickly. But Micro Center, oddly enough, seemed to have plenty of stock with the store that we were at in Mayfield Heights saying that they had roughly 100 cards for a smaller-ish location. And based on what I've seen from every other Micro Center, it did seem like every single physical location had more than enough stock for most people who are waiting in line. In fact, we were there for several hours because we had to buy a whole PC after we picked up our 4090s and we saw people still being able to pick up 4090s. They were still on the shelves two and a half hours after launch. So it does seem like those launch, we'll talk about Intel's GPU launch in a second, but the 4090 seems to have more availability than what we saw with the RTX 3090 roughly two years ago. But one of the reasons we were at Micro Center, not just to pick up the 4090, was actually to pick up stuff for today's video sponsor, LTTstore.com. Specifically, today's video sponsor is focusing on the LTTstore.com backpack, which I'm in love with, but LTTstore.com sponsor a $1,500 PC that we're going to be giving away on our Cannonball for the Cure charity stream, actually physically giving it away. So that's why we're at Micro Center. But I've had this LTTstore.com backpack for over a month now, and I have been able to put it through its paces. I've taken it to TwitchCon. I've traveled heavily. We stayed overnight at Micro Center. And I have to say that this is probably a backpack that I'm going to be able to keep for a very, very long time. That's because Linus and the team have developed a backpack that's meant to stand the test of time. All of the straps and stitches have been reinforced well beyond what the average user would need, which I can definitely attest to because I've stuck tons of stuff in here. I've carried my laptop, several cameras, tripods, everything in there. And in fact, right now, you don't even know it, but I have an RTX 4090 in this backpack. And if you looked inside, you wouldn't be able to find it because there are 22 different pockets and sleeves that allow you to just accommodate whatever use you want. You want an LTTstore.com water bottle actually fitting in there, you could do that. You want to have a giant laptop like I have, you can stick it in there. You want to be a MacBook Air user, you can throw it in there. It can all be accommodated because they really have thought of nearly every use case scenario, sticking an air tag in, in this backpack. But it's not just like big and robust. My favorite thing is that it still fits as a personal item while you're flying and still can fit under the seat in front of you while you're traveling, which it did easily for me when I was going to TwitchCon. The internal volume is 25.5 liters. The external volume is 35 liters. There's tons of padding. There's breathability, laptop sleeves. It feels comfortable to carry around as I was doing for entire days while I was at TwitchCon, spending 10 hours on the show floor. And I know a lot of the concern that came out about the backpack was surrounding the warranty, but they have the TMB guarantee, the limited lifetime warranty, which offers a warranty to make sure that the backpack is free from manufacturing and material defects. And based on what I know from Linus and the team, it's just absolutely always a pleasure to shop from them. And if I've ever had any issue, they've resolved it effectively, whether it's with issues in shipping or something came in the wrong size, we have been able to sort it out. So I trust LTTstore.com wholly, and I think you should check out the LTTstore.com backpack. Yes, it is a pricey item, but that's because they've actually made it built to last. And I don't think that I'm actually going to need to purchase a backpack for I, I, I don't have a time frame like this is just it's so durable. It's so good. Check them out at the link in the video description. Big thanks to LTTstore.com for sponsoring today's video. We're just going to keep the 4090 right here. We'll just leave that right there. By the way, we're also giving away a 4090 on the charity stream as well. But the 4090 having some world records being set, the Galax Tech Lab OC team breaking multiple world records, having a 3.45 gigahertz 
overclock on liquid nitrogen. They modified the PCB to be able to do all of this, to have the sub-zero temperatures. It hit tons of records with the Core i9-12900KS, essentially beating out the 3090Ti by 25%. Again, that's under extreme measurements, and that's this is on just like the first day of being able to do it. So the 4090 having a big launch. Let me know what you think of it down below in the comments. I know that there's some conversation surrounding the pricing, but it does seem like Nvidia actually did show up with just the regular rasterization performance, even if, you know, they don't need to hard hardware lock DLSS 3.0. And I don't need a hardware lock crypto stonks for you because I'm just, I'm gonna deliver it to you. Nothing's changing. It's just Bitcoin's the same. Ethereum's slightly up. Dogecoin slightly down. Whoop-de-doo, there's the, the crypto stocks. Reese, whoop-de-doo me with the UFD deals. What you got for us, buddy? Hey everyone, welcome back to UFD deals. We're bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. We're starting off today with the BenQ Mobius EX 2710S, which is a mouthful. This is their 27 inch 1080p IPS monitor with 165 hertz refresh rate and a one millisecond response time. As far as gaming monitor aesthetics go, I think this is one of the best implementations I've seen so far. And only $239.99 is currently 27% off. And next, we actually have some sad news. My friend Ash shared with me that my favorite premium small form factor case company is currently having a liquidity sale. So you can find the Loke Ghost S1 and Raw S1 going for $149 and $159 respectively on Amazon at the moment. Sad news, but what can you do? Might as well take advantage of it and pick up a case. But also don't forget, you can find these deals and more linked in the video description and I'm gonna hand you off back to Brett for the rest of your hot news. Oh. Thanks, bud. I really appreciate that. And I would appreciate to see Artemis 1 launching. November 14th is the date for the moon mission to launch now because it missed its October window. And so we're expecting that to happen. We'll keep you posted if that ends up changing. We're also gonna keep you posted that Apple is launching support for their iCloud photos on Windows so that you can actually get your iCloud photos from a browser, which is just, this is great. I love I love the synchronicity, but what's not great when it comes to iOS 16 is the fact that uh, they haven't fixed the issue where Apple will communicate outside of VPN tunnels, which was a security and privacy vulnerability thing that was brought up in a previous episode of Hot News where Apple doesn't seem to have a lockdown on their VPNs within their operating system. And it seems to be that, that this is continually happening even on the latest update, even though Apple adamantly says that it's fixed. So don't necessarily trust VPNs on Apple. We'll keep you updated on that story if and when there actually is an official fix being brought to you by Apple. And Intel bringing us the GPUs, the ARC A770, A750 getting launched yesterday as well, but in a very strange fashion because I was at Micro Center presuming that I would get a 4090 plus these Intel GPUs because their launch date was the same. I got mocked by a Micro Center employee. It was hilarious. He was like making fun of people who actually wanted to buy an Intel GPU, but they didn't announce until like the day of it going on sale where which Micro Centers it was going to be at. And it definitely wasn't the one in Ohio that I went to. So you could buy it on Newegg or you could buy it at Micro Center if you went to the, one of these, not the one I went to, but we're also getting third party cards of the A770, A750, ASRock selling those on Newegg's website, those selling out. Also the limited edition ones from Intel directly also selling out on Newegg. It does seem like this was a very low stock launch or as the kids like to say, it was a paper launch. But Intel also launching new drivers on the day of the GPU launch, hopefully uh, removing some software bugs that may be happening. But Intel looks like they might be removing a large portion of their workforce, 
potentially on their upcoming Q3 earnings report on October 27th. The report coming out from Nikkei is that they might be slashing their workforce by about 11% with some departments such as sales and marketing seeing hits around 20%. So they're expecting a total layoff of around 12,000 people. And a large part of this, according to the report, is coming from the fact that there is a decline in the PC market. And even though Intel is still actually really profitable, the overall revenue is going down. So they're going to be cutting costs where they can with sales and marketing, because that's always the first thing to go. Because why do you need somebody to sell your product when you're losing money? I don't I don't know. It doesn't doesn't make logistical sense. I don't run a multi-billion dollar company. All I know is I feel bad for the people who are actually going to end up losing their jobs for a company that's still ridiculously profitable. And in order for me to be profitable, I need to go. I need to go do other things because I, I got I, like I got cannonball prep. I need to go be doing so uh, I'll see you for hot news tomorrow. Yeah, probably. See you then. Uh -huh.